Hi, this is Paul. Welcome to 104 Lord. If you enjoy this episode, please feel free to share it on Facebook. And don't forget to subscribe so that you'll get notified of future episodes. Thanks again and enjoy 104 Lord. Hey everybody, it's T- Paul with 104 Lord and uh, I'm here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And uh just had a great weekend at home with my family. I had a great went went to we had some some family bible time at our home. Uh just me and my wife and my two daughters, we sung some hymns and uh we prayed and we got into the bible a little bit. And then we went to uh church the church service where we go to church in Gonzales at the Rock Church and uh and it was a great message about go fish. It's all about uh, evangelism, which is such a needed message today among Christians that, that are, you know, I, th- I think the, the evangelism muscles of the church have, have suffered uh, a lot of atrophy, and we need to get out there and exercise ourselves in evangelism. You know, Jesus said, for us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature or to every person. And, um, you know, that's, that's a command. That's not, uh, uh, if you feel led to, if you feel like you have the gift for it, you know, in Ephesians, we're talking about the whole armor of God. One of the things that listed, I believe was the last thing that was listed, you know, starts it at the top at your head and it goes down through all the different items of the whole armor of God. Well, it mentions the preparation of the gospel of peace. And that's reference to bringing the gospel of peace, the, you know, your feet that, that pertains to movement, to moving forward and to carrying the gospel of peace to, uh, to people. So, if the whole armor of God is for every believer, then sharing the gospel is for every believer. And it's certainly consistent with the rest of scripture and thinking about it this way, you know, if you're saved, if you're, if you're a child of God bought with the, with the blood of Jesus and you're going to heaven and you love your neighbor, wouldn't you want your neighbor also to have everlasting life? Wouldn't you want them to be spared hell and go to heaven and, and be in glory with, with, with God almighty um, obviously if you love your neighbor, you want them to be saved, right? And you know, that's the second great commandment is love your neighbor as yourself. So how could you love your neighbor and not share the gospel with them? You know, so I'll put that question and that challenge to you. Um, you don't have to be, it's, it's great. If you're, if you're a, a great speaker, if you're very persuasive, that's wonderful. It's not, it's not required though. There's so many great evangelism tools today. My favorite resource for that is called livingwaters.com. It's uh, Ray Comfort and Kirk Cameron, the the Christian actor and some other great people. Uh, they have committed, they've, they've created some, some fantastic tools between tracks and DVDs and videos that you could share on YouTube and all kinds of things that really make it easy. And what I do personally, um, one of the things that I do, because I'm a truck driver, I have a very little limited amount of personal time available to me. So what I try to do sometime on the weekends is, is you know, as, as uh, I have the opportunity is, you know, I'll just go in the neighborhood near the church and knock doors 
and give out tracks and, and invitation cards and door hangers and things like that, uh, that it does two things. It invites people to the church, but it gives them the gospel right there, right then. The tracks do that. The DVDs that I give out do that. I give out uh, Evolution versus God by uh, Living Waters. And I also give out uh, a, um, a Billy Graham DVD called Heaven. It's a really good gospel message. Um, so the two of those things are, are pretty fantastic uh, presentations of the truth. So that's what I do. I just... You know, like today, I just went around knocking doors and I said, hey, I'm from, you know, I go to the Rock Church right here around the corner and uh, I'm just out giving out free stuff today. So I give them the door hanger that has all the information of the church, the door, the, you know, where it's at, the service times. Uh, I give out uh, some things from Living Waters, like a million dollar bill tract, the Are You a Good Person, which is like a comic strip type of tract. Um, I give out the, there's a movie card, which it, you know, it, it sent, it directs them to free, fullyfreefilms.com with some different, uh, film productions that Living Waters made and, um, give them, I gave them the Easter service invitation card, uh, until I ran out of those. And, um, and also I give them the DVD, like I said, um, the, Evolution versus God DVD and the Billy Graham DVD uh, entitled Heaven, and so, um, and the the way I look at it is is this: if I'm if I'm giving them the the whole shebang there, the whole tackle box, the odds are pretty good that something there is, is going to resonate with them. You know, they might get a kick out of that million dollar bill track and say, "Wow, this is really cool," and really get in because you hand those people to people they love them. They just think that's the, that's, it's really cool because uh, it looks like real money, but it's not, and it's not a counterfeit because there's no such thing as a million dollar bill. And on the back, there's a gospel message, you know, a, a true biblical gospel message. And so uh, a lot of people really enjoy those. Um, but, you know, I, I want to, to put enough in their hands that something can resonate with them uh, and reach them for Jesus Christ with the, with the truth of, of, what salvation's all about and so um and then like i said i also give them literature that tells them how to to come to the church and the reason i do that is it's not because i'm all about promoting the church that i go to uh or any particular organization it's i want them if they if they hear the gospel if they read the gospel and tracks if they watch it on the dvds and and they respond to the gospel message there i want to give them a place that they can come and be fed more i want to say here here's information about where a place where you can go to to come and be fed the word of god and and be helped to grow and mature uh, as as a new christian i don't want to you know it's good to give someone the gospel, and and that's all. That's that's great. Um, I think it's also helpful if you give them something that is an invitation to get around other Christians, so that they can learn and grow and become stronger in the Lord. Uh, and so that's why I do that. Uh, but in any case, 
so that's you know that's what I've been doing. And like I said, when I was out there today, uh, I was just it just occurred to me we have such an amazing freedom and liberty in the United States of America to share the gospel freely, without being arrested, without being stoned, without being you know killed or whatever, and when you really think about it, there's a lot of places in the world today where you can't say that, where, you know, if, if you went out and did what I did today and what so many, you know, with many other believers who are, uh, who, who understand and, and follow the, the uh, command of the Lord to, to evangelize, that if you do that, you genuinely risk either being arrested and thrown in prison or killed. Um, and we've got such an amazing freedom and liberty in this country where that doesn't happen to us. And I think we, for the, I know for most of my life, I've squandered that. And I think for, you could say that for a lot of believers in this country that we just squander, you know, we talk, we, we want to fight for our freedom of religion. Okay. Well, you know, if you really want to stand up for your freedom of religion, Get out there and evangelize. Get out there and get the gospel in someone's hand. If it's by a conversation, if it's by a tract, if it's by a video, whatever it is that you you can do, do it. Uh, otherwise, shut up about your freedom of religion if you're not exercising it. Because sitting in a building on Sunday is not, you know, that that's, it's easy to sit on a building, sit in a building or wherever you meet and sing praises and, and talk about how great God is when you're surrounded by Christians. But where the rubber meets the road, if you really believe in religious liberty, is exercising it for the benefit of people who don't have what you have. You know, and you what amazes me is I have for so many years I've assumed, just assumed, that people understood the gospel the way I understand the gospel. Yeah, even the people who don't believe it, I assume that they understood it. Man, was I ever wrong. You know, you know, I watch these Living Waters videos where they explain the gospel to people, and I am shocked. And I'll be honest with you, sometimes it just brings me to tears how many of these people have no idea what the gospel is. They may have heard of Jesus, but they really don't understand the gospel. And that just, it blows my mind in the United States of America that that's even possible um, for someone who lives here to not know the truth of the gospel. And it, frankly, it breaks my heart and it makes me ashamed. It's like, you know what? That's our fault. You know, and, and that should cause some godly sorrow in us. That brings us to repentance so that we're going to go out there and do what the Lord, hey, if he's our Lord, he commanded us to do this, right? And, and if he's really Lord of our life, then we ought to be doing what he said. And he said, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. And in doing that, he said to preach the gospel, you know. Um, you can't love somebody and be indifferent on whether or not they go to hell. You can't love somebody and not be concerned about them making sure that they know the gospel. What they do with it is is up to them. What they do with it from that point obviously is on them. Certainly, we want to pray for people. We want to pray for God to open people's hearts and minds to hear the gospel. But, you know, your part is to love them enough 
to open your mouth, to hand them that track, to tell them about what the, what the gospel really is. Um, you're not responsible for their response. So the, the pressure is not on you as far as God doesn't, God doesn't put the results on you. The results are between him and that individual. He does put on you the responsibility to share the gospel. Okay. Um, which brings us to an interesting thing. One of the things I was talking to my, my family this morning today is if you read the book of Romans in chapter three, you can actually get a full synopsis of the gospel, the full unabridged gospel uh, with all of its elements in Romans chapter three. And it's, it's really amazing. I encourage you to go back and read it because here's the thing. And I didn't understand this for, for many, many years of my Christian walk. Um, if a person does not understand their guilt before God, if they don't understand the their predicament, if they don't understand that their sinfulness and their guilt and that they're going to have to answer to God one day, uh, and there will be judgment, okay? If they don't understand that, then they don't understand the gospel because the cross is the cure. Sin is the, are the sin and the guilt is the disease. If they don't understand the, 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 the disease of sin and guilt and don't understand their predicament, then they don't understand why the good news is good news. Because if they think, well, I'm a good person, you know, I try to do good things. Yeah, I think God let me into heaven because I'm a pretty good person. Y'all, that person is lost. They're deceived. They are in great danger. And if we love people, we need to give them the full gospel. Okay? <laughs> the full gospel is God's judgment and God's wrath and their guilt and the good news of what Jesus Christ did so that they wouldn't go, have to go to hell. Um, and if you don't believe in hell, you need to go back and read the Gospels again. Because Jesus spoke very emphatically and in great vivid detail that hell is a place that's a very real place. It's not just the grave. That's a lie. That's a false teaching. This, oh, hell just, just means the grave. And Jesus spoke very in great, very great detail about it as a place of everlasting torment and anguish that that is just going to last forever and those who are not written in the lamb's book of life they're going there and it ain't going to be a, a place where they're going to party it's they're going to play the place where they're going to suffer forever if we love people we've got to tell them the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth right um so read romans 3 again because it really helps you understand uh, the the essential elements of the gospel of man's guilt, the universal guilt of man, and why man needs a savior, and then understanding justification by the substitution of Christ. Um, and then um, uh, the one last thing I noticed today, I was reading Isaiah in chapter 66. Um, people try to say that the Old Testament doesn't talk about hell. Well, yes, it does. And no, it's not just talking about the grave. Isaiah 66 is almost word for word what Jesus Christ said about hell. It talks about the worm that dieth not and the fire that is not quenched. 
Um, and if the, the, if that was just talking about death, it'd be pretty irrelevant. Okay. If the, the worm dies not and the fire is not quenched. Well, if that's just talking about something that happens to a corpse, a dead corpse, um, and the individual is, is, is not conscious, not cognizant in any way, shape or form. Well, what difference does it make? Right? Well, the, the reality is, is that they are conscious, they are suffering, um, and it is a, it is a terrible thing, um, and it's, you know, it's, it's the, it's the Bible, I didn't write it, okay, um, and so, if we love people, if we believe that hell is real, and it's important for you to believe that hell is real, then we've got to share the gospel with people, um, you know, the, the Bible says that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, right? You know, um, so anyway, that's just a few things I wanted to share with y'all today and encourage you to be a good steward of the gospel because, you know, there you've been given, if you're a believer, if you're a, a born again believer, if you're bought with a price if you belong to God because of Jesus Christ if you're in the body of Christ you have been given great light and you have a great responsibility and when you stand before God one day you will give an account of your stewardship okay I'm not saying you're not it, it it's going to you know you're going to lose your salvation over it but we will give an account of our stewardship of the gospel and, um, and I want to, when I stand before him, I want to hear my Lord say, well done, good and faithful servant, not good and perfect servant, not good and, and super talented, good and faithful. That's what God looks for is faithfulness. If he could, if God knows he can count on you to reach people with the gospel, if, if he saw that throughout your life, you weren't perfect. You made mistakes, but you know what? You got up, you you got on the right track again, and you got back to, to telling people about salvation. That's what's going to matter. So, all right. God bless y'all. Uh, if uh, if you like this, this podcast episode or any of my episodes, feel free to send them, share them on social media, uh, send them to your friends, whatever. Uh, if you feel so led, uh, I do have the option turned on if you want to support uh, the, the work that I do in teaching the Word of God and, um, and getting the truth out there to encourage the body of Christ. All right. God bless you all. You have a great night. Bye. Hi, this is Paul with 104 Lord. If you enjoyed today's episode, please shoot me an email at 104lord at gmail.com. That's T-E-N-F-O-U-R-L-O-R-D at gmail.com. Thank you and have a blessed day.